Welcome to the Armchair Trader podcast, your source for news and ideas about global investments. Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome back to the first Armchair Trader podcast of 2020. I'm Stuart Fieldhouse, and I'm here in London with my colleague, Michael Morton. Hello, Stuart. How are you doing? <laughs> Happy New Year, Michael. <laughs> you too. You too. <laughs> Good to see you again. <laughs> As ever. Today, we're talking to Paul Beale of McBeal Property about life tenancy and how you can invest in UK residential property at a substantial discount. Hello, Michael. Hello, Stuart. Pleasure to meet you and Happy New Year to all our listeners. And uh, we're here with Paul today to um, discuss a new opportunity to buy UK residential property, um, which uh, I think many of our listeners, in fact, not all of them, will not have come across before. It is quite, we think it's quite an interesting one, and it's basically called a life tenancy. And Paul is going to give us a little bit more background and information on how life tenancy uh, investments work. But um, in summary, it's a, a way for anyone who's interested in acquiring UK residential property at a very considerable discount to get into the market. So, uh, Paul, life tenancy agreements, how, what are they and, and how do they work in practice? Basically, a life tenancy agreement, you have two parties. There's a party, one of the parties is the property owner, commonly referred to as the investor, and the other is commonly referred to as the life tenant. The property owner issues a life tenancy on a residential property to their tenants. The major difference here is, is that the tenants must be over the age of 60 years of age when they sign life tenancy agreement. And this will become apparent as we go through our notes and things today. They basically have secured the right to live in this property for the rest of their lives. And it's, you might call it really like a retirement home, but basically they have, instead of renting on a month to month basis, they have now secured a property to live in for their retirement for the rest of their lives. The tenancy agreement will expire only when they die or they actually go into long-term care. So they've got the security of knowing that where they live during their retirement, they haven't got to worry about landlords, they haven't got to worry about rental increase, they haven't got to worry about all of these things. And often these people will be very vulnerable. So the real advantage here is, is somebody during their retirement has a place that they can call their home. The difference is they just don't own it. Just on that note, how are life tenants screened? Because obviously there, there, there is an opportunity for abuse. What's the screening process? Well, our, the experts within our group, they've been operating this system for over 40 years. In fact, it's 47 years this year. What they do is they qualify each of the life tenants. They're hand-picked, they're cherry-picked if you like. Um, they go through a very, very, very simple process. This conduct usually lasts about six to 18 months from when they first make an inquiry until they actually move into the property. What we do is we go through a fact-finding mission, evaluating their personal lifestyle needs, proximity of family and friends to ensure that the proposed property that they're looking to move into is appropriate for their actual personal needs. Not just now, but for the future and for their retirement. Many people might refer this to being their last home, because it is. Um, their personal financial review also is conducted and this is really is to evaluate what their financial needs are but it also helps them to consolidate debt, repayment of credit cards, secured loans and pay off any pre previous mortgage on their previous home. 
So that's interesting. So, so it's actually uh, it's a solution to to help people to, to enjoy the rest of their life uh, in, in a way. So what what's what's the investment opportunity then? Well, the investment opportunity, if you like, is that you can buy a residential property, and as the legal registered owner of that property here in, with the UK Land Registry, that's the first thing. Make it absolutely clear: you are the owner of this property from outset. The properties can be purchased at a discount of up to 60% from their vacant valuations. That's high. Massive discount. And that's because you're not going to be getting any rent while your life tenant is living in this property. Right. In exchange for that, you will get to own a property that is fully maintained by your life tenant. And it's their home. So basically, they're, they're living there. They're not paying you any rent. You are the owner. But for you as the investor, you are picking up a UK residential property at a very, very considerable discount to the market rate. Sure. So, I mean, I can give you an example of, of something that, that we've done recently for a client. There was a little two-bedroom bungalow located down in Devon. There's a male age 68 years of age, a female age 65. They both decided to sell their previous home, take on board this life tenancy property. That property was valued at £147,000. The life tenant paid £78,000 plus some costs to move into that property. So they basically bought the right to live in this house for the rest of their lives. But the investor, he paid the difference, which is £68,000. So the investor bought a house worth £147,000 for just over £68,000. And the life tenant, they got to live in a house for £78,000 for the rest of their lives. So they basically have paid a one-time payment to live in that home. Hassle-free, not having to worry about landlords or any of those issues that revolve around moving house and fight, dealing with agents, etc. So it's a win-win for both parties. So the, the, it, it sounds like a fantastic opportunity. It almost sounds too good to be true uh, in, in, in some ways. And it's... it's uh, you know, it's all everything. Every house purchase goes through the solicitors, and it's it's all um, uh, the process would be exactly the same in purchasing a house as it would be if if you were buying your own house, for example. Yeah, I mean, there's some other benefits as well here for, for the investor. I mean, if one was to take just that example I gave you there of the property valued at 147,000 pounds today, even though you're only paying about 68,000 pounds for this, plus your legal costs and some fees. Um, if we assume that that value of that property is to grow by about 4% per annum over the next 5, 10 or even 15 years, we can see that value of that property rising to 178,000, over 210,000, 260,000 and even up to 320,000 pounds. Now, for a lot of people, this really is a fantastic opportunity. But they, again, I remind you, they are going to be the registered owner of the property from day one. They're not waiting for like a new build that we often see out there in the marketplace, people buying something off plan, waiting to be built, will it be finished on time, is it done to their specifications, or well, it's not a student pod, which is something you could buy perhaps today, but then you have to worry about your exit strategy. These are real properties taking a real RICS valuation, okay, on that property, you are getting a genuine discount from the value of the property. You're also getting some other magic benefits here. There's no stamp duty surcharge. So in the UK, when you buy an investment property, typically this comes with a 3% stamp duty surcharge. Yeah. These properties are exempt from this because 
you don't actually receive any rent and the structure of the tenancy is effectively a whole of life tenancy so you don't know when you're going to be getting the property back and that's why the inland revenue have given an exemption on the surcharge now of course that's subject to change in the future there's also no income tax to pay on these because you're not actually getting any rent so from our overseas investors they like it particularly if they're living in america or in sweden and places where there's high taxation they're not worried about collecting rental income because they don't want to be paying the tax so this is a really really good deal for them um, the other thing as well is is that because the life tenant is liable for all the maintenance costs and the renovation costs and repairs you haven't got any of these costs either so you're not going to be getting the calls in the middle of the night saying i've got a block drain or the gutters are blocked or i have a problem with the boiler this is their responsibility as part of the agreement because it's their home until they die so there's no landlord issues at all well th there isn't and there's also no dealings with agents you know trying to bump up rents or move churn their client base and move them around you're also not getting any rental voids because you've got one tenant for life that's it and that tenant comes with the property when you buy it decided day one and the the tenant himself isn't going to sell that they, they can't sell that house because that house they don't actually own yeah it, so the life tenant cannot sell the property because he's not the legal owner mm. but the but the life tenant has the right to live in that house until the day they die or until they go into long-term care and that is noted on the deeds with the land registry so it's almost like a first charge on the property and what that also then means is that because there is this restriction it means that these properties typically aren't financed by banks so you couldn't go out and get like a buy-to-let mortgage or, or borrowing on these properties so they are they are reserved for the cash buyer okay and that's good in many ways because what we've also seen is there's a lot of people have gone into the buy-to-let market over recent years they've gone into the live buy-to-let market heavily leveraged and then in, in the last few years the government has taken away the tax status uh, and that's now perhaps giving some people negative income and, and that's and that's and that's damaging f for their cash flow so with this because you are a cash purchaser you don't have to worry about any of those issues and another thing as well is is that being an, an owner of a property and particularly if you're overseas or you know or you're at the other end of the country wherever you may be um, you haven't got to worry about the maintenance of these properties so you haven't got any of those issues there's no insurance cost for you to bear because this is paid for by the life tenant there's no water bills gas bills or utility bills or council tax bills that you get when the property becomes void you haven't got to worry about switching the energy over every now and then and you also most important of all there's no agency or letting fees for you to worry about and for me it just is the ultimate property proposition because you've got the perfect tenant which is going to be in their 60s or 70s they're not going to trash the place you haven't got to worry about whether they've got a job to pay the rent next month because we know that they've already paid their money up front yeah. and we also know um, from an investor's perspective that you want your property to go up in value well the fact that you're starting at a, a lower purchasing price typically around half the value um, of what half the price that you pay for it this really does mean that uh, you, you're going to get the magic of the compound effect on, on the property. So that's really interesting. So, so the key thing, uh, if you're looking to invest in in uh, in this idea, is is you need to be a cash buyer. What sort of uh, uh, typical turnaround times? 
Yeah, so so what we, we find is is that we get a, a number of inquiries that come into us. The first thing we have to do is we have to ensure that the people who are looking to purchase understand that it is a cash purchase, it's not a buy-to-let, it can't be mortgaged, and this is not something that you should be looking to flip within the next six or 12 months. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme. This is a medium to long-term property investment proposition for an experienced property investor yeah okay so I mean you don't you don't have to have bought property before but you really do have to understand that this is something that you're going to be buying and you're going to be holding until your tenant has essentially has died or gone into care right. now we have got a secondary market where we can sell these properties on for you okay and we'll just apply the same discounts proportionally in, in the secondary market to move on the property but really to get the full value you want to be seeing holding these properties for at least five to ten years or preferably sit through until until the end when the reversion goes through so you know when somebody comes to us and they say look you know i want i want and i'm interested i want to do, do this then we'll go through a little fact finding process with them and make sure that they fully understand how this works that there is no income that they are looking to be beholden this for the medium to long term and of course it's for cash buyers only and also there are some restrictions that they have to be aware of so some of these restrictions include um, that the life tenant ha is expected to live in there without the interruption from the legal owner. So you can't be knocking on their door every week saying, oh, you know, when you're moving out, you know, this is their home, they're to be left alone. The life tenant, of course, is responsible for the upkeep and the maintenance of the property. But we as a firm, we actually do annual inspections. First of all, to make sure the property is in good maintenance, in good order. And secondly, also to make sure our, our life tenants are still alive and, and they haven't gone into care. So if that has happened, then of course, this would obviously trigger the, the reversion. Um, we're in constant contact all of the time with the life tenants. So if they get a problem with a block drain or something like that, we normally help them out and you know navigate them to a plumber or a builder because on the books, but there's over twenty thousand properties being actively managed and accumulated over the years. Yeah. So it's a professional business and there's a team of people in the background, you know, a large team of people in the background who are dealing with, with this on a, on a, on a on a daily basis. But again, as the legal owner of the property, you are actually allowed to to, to you know, review the property, go and visit the property. It's by appointment only, and it's once every three years. So it's quite respectful. Yeah, it's you just leave the tenant alone and let, and let the house do its job. Let the house earn you money while you're doing something else. Do whatever else you do. In terms of uh, turnaround then, if, uh, if an investor uh, wishes to come on board, what, what happens from there? Okay, so let's assume the investor confirms they understand the proposition We'd ask them to complete a registration form. We do this to capture their name, data, and make sure we know who we're talking to, who we're dealing with. It also confirms for us that they're buy who's buying the property, because sometimes somebody might fully say, "Oh, well, I want to buy this property," and then actually they intend to buy it for their children. So we need to get this clear straight away. We need to know who we're dealing with, we need a copy of their passport, we need a proof of their address, and we also need to make sure they've actually got the money, so a bank statement or investment statement confirming they have the money is available to invest is what's required. Right. They send this information to us, we will then actually get this information, pass this on to an independent solicitor, one of the people we have on our panel, they will then verify all the documentation for us. If necessary, they ask for other documentation, they will do this because they also have to comply with the anti-money laundering laws and rules and regulations. And they're also going to act as their professional to do the compliance in this property. So that solicitor is totally independent to us 
totally independent to the, to the investor and totally independent to the life tenant. So the independent solicitor is going to conduct all the purchasing and conveyancing of this property, just as you or I would do if we were going to go and buy our, our own home. Yep. So, so there's total transparency there. And as I say, once all those documents have been verified and, and the solicitors confirm that yes, they are now actually a genuine buyer, what we will do is we'll put them on our buyers list. Once they're on our buyers list, we will now give them access to our live weekly data of properties. Number of properties will vary each week. It could be some weeks five properties, another week could be eight or 10 properties. On average, you're looking around 350 to 400 properties available per year. We then match those properties against the individual investors criteria. So he might say to us, I only want to spend up to a hundred thousand pounds. So we wouldn't be sending him details of properties at 200,000. No. And likewise. Secondly, we are in constant contact with these buyers one-to-one -one, making sure we answer their questions specific about the property like where is it what's the price and we give them an actual fact sheet on the underlying property which gives them all the information now that information also often will include or always will include the ages of life tenants where the property is the address they'll be able to see the pictures inside the property and outside they can see the valuation that's been put on the property and they'll be able to see what they're going to pay for it what their discount is and essentially, based on those facts, they can then decide if they like the property. If they do, they then instruct the solicitors to go ahead and begin conveyancing. How long do these opportunities last for, Paul? Because I think, I think the, 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 the decision-making process is not that long, is it? Yeah. So what we find is, is the education process mm. of explaining to a potential investor about how a life tenancy property investment is different to a buy-to-let that, 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 can, that can be anywhere from a day to two days, even weeks, or sometimes it could be a matter of minutes. It, it depends how quickly they grasp. So we find a lot of people struggle with this because they still go back to how, how a buy-to-let works, and this is completely different. But once they are firm in their mind, they understand that there is no rental income, it is for cash buyers only, and you are expected to hold the policy, uh, the property until 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 a reversion, then then once they've got that in their mind, they're gonna get access to live properties and they really have got to be making decisions fairly quickly because we have got more registered buyers waiting to buy properties than we have properties coming through each week. And we see this continuing to happen. And one of the reasons for this is because some people are just very specific, they wanna buy a property in their own neighborhood and they'll wait three months, six months until one comes along. Other people might turn around and say to us, well, I need something to fit my budget, so we don't always have something within their budget immediately. Mm. But what we do find is that when something comes up as in a popular area, as an affordable price, these can be snapped up literally within hours. And I mean within hours of going out on our mailing list. Because these people are sitting there, they're waiting, they're, all their documentation is sitting there, their solicitor is ready to go ahead. It's just now about picking the property that you want. So once you've agreed to or selected the property, let us know. We will reserve that property, which in theory means we're taking it away from the market, providing it's confirmed that it hasn't been sold. It will be yours, you'll go through the usual uh, exchange and completion process. Exchange is typically between one to two weeks, much faster than it is if you're out in the open market buying a normal property, yeah, yeah, much, much faster. much faster. And the completion will usually follow within two to six weeks 
after you've exchanged. So you, the great thing about this is, is you haven't got to haggle with solicitors or estate agents or vendors or people. The deal is already set in place. Right. You know the property, you know the price, you know the age of the tenants, you know your discount, you decide if you want it or not. And it is, sometimes it is a race, literally, for the first buyer. I mean, we've had some really nice properties come up, you know, very exceptional properties come up in London markets from time to time, sort of the 700, the 800,000 pounds. And we've had three, four buyers on this within hours. And unfortunately, there's only one. Only so one there's only one, only one person can buy it. So it's he who, you know, and what we have found is, is that some of our, our buyers are in Hong Kong they're getting an advantage because they're seeing the mailing list going out overnight. They're waking up in the early hours of the morning and they're already on the phone to us at five, six, seven o'clock in the morning saying, I want it, I want it, I want it, because they've actually missed out on two or three other properties that they wanted in the past. So it's exciting. And in fact, today, today we've just had another property exchange today. So a very, very exciting opportunity. What's the sort of typical uh, time that you might take uh, control of the, uh, the, the property for yourself? How long would it be before you get the property get back? The property back. Okay, I mean, so it sounds like it could be right. it could be a couple of years. It could be okay. twenty five years. The the magic in this is is that basically you're buying a life tenant property property with a life tenant in it. This means we don't know when they're going to die. Sure. Okay, you don't know when they're going to die. We don't know when we're going to die. What I would say is, is that no life tenant is going to go and pay a hundred or two hundred thousand pounds to live in a property that they don't own if they knew they had terminal cancer and going to die within the next six to twelve months. So all of these life tenants are expecting to get five, ten, or fifteen years worth of use out of this property, or maybe longer, depending on their age. So if you're at sixty years of age, you might be sitting there thinking, "Well, I expect I'm still around when I'm 75, 80. Fact of the matter is, you could die a year from now. We don't know, yeah. right? So we really don't know. Or live and to a hundred. You could, yeah. and, and 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 you know what? You could also be a little old lady, eighty-five years of age, okay, and you're getting a really good deal because because you know you're getting you're they're getting the benefit of a bigger discount when they become a life tenant, mm-hmm. and you're having to pay more for that property. So an eighty-five-year-old property might only might only pay uh, you might only get about a fifteen twenty percent discount off the purchase, which makes sense. Right? Which mm-hmm. which makes sense because you're anticipating the eighty-five-year-old who's going to die soon. However, that eighty-five-year-old could live until she's a hundred, mm-hmm. as you say. So so the gamble is on both sides. Yeah, but it's actuarially calculated using mortality tables okay and the discount is applied to the actual property value so it's a very 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 fair system okay and in summary you could argue the biggest bang for your buck if truth be known is is you buying somebody who's a 60 year old because you're going to get the biggest discount which could be 55 60 percent off of that property yeah that person could live Again, till they're hundred, but probability is is they're not. Mm. And 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 if you understand the stats and the probabilities, you will understand that there's this, you know, somebody could easily die just at 65, 67, 68, or seventy years of age. Where someone is eighty five, we don't know whether they're going to live until they're eighty six or hundred. Yeah. You know, the, the fact that they've gone that far, and the fact that they believe that they need to rent or you know become a life tenant for the next. 5, 10, 15 years, of course, would indicate that they are confident they're going to live this long. So yeah. so the answer is, is how long is a piece of screen? Yeah, no, that's fair enough. And, and, and the key thing here, um, from, from what I'm understanding, is that each 
side of, of, of the deal understands the, the situation and uh, it's all very transparent. Yes, so, you know, this is an industry that's been operating for, for over 40 years. It's totally transparent. Everything is conducted through bona fide uh, solicitors in the UK, all members of the Law Society, all licensed con uh, in, in conveyancing and, and, and solicitors. So no one, nobody's being forced to purchase something that's not real. And equally on the other side of the fence, no life tenant is being forced to go out and, and make this decision. This is a decision that they've taken after serious consultation over six, 12, maybe even 18 months. And in the first place, they've actually had to sell their own home to release equity from that in order to facilitate this. So sometimes there will be a process where it will take a little bit longer, uh, but by the time the properties come to us, the deal's done. So we have not had to, we're actually dealing with probably the, the tail end of work that's been going on for the last six, 12, eight, maybe 18 months. Um, you know, so, so, so from our perspective, we really are in a very, very unique position and so is our investor. Let's say hypothetically speaking, you're an overseas investor, you don't live in the UK, you have no plan to move to the UK, is it still possible that you can actually buy one of these properties, your tenant eventually dies or moves out, and then you sell it and you never actually go anywhere near it? Is it can you treat it in that way? Yeah, so properties can be owned by non-residents, foreign nationals, Subject obviously anti money laundering procedures going through, you know, proof of address and proof of identity, etc., which, which obviously the solicitor deal with through conveyancing. But the properties can be purchased also by SPVs, companies, trusts, and any other legal entity that is entitled to buy property. There is no restriction on this. Essentially, it is a property purchase. That's what it is. And for this reason, there is no restrictions of any kind on property ownership in the UK and certainly not on this. So we see it as a massive opportunity um, here in the UK and overseas. And we've seen a lot of coverage certainly in the UK domestic press about equity release schemes which are obviously widely advertised um, on, on television and in the newspapers. How, how does the life tenancy from a comparative basis, how does the life tenancy stack up against equity release schemes? Equity lease is an agreement that where you're taking a loan secured on your own home with the interest compounding until the debt is repaid or you're making monthly payments each month and the capital eventually will be repaid from the sale of the, the property when either the owner dies or they go into care. A life tenancy essentially is a long-term lease agreement that expires when the tenants die and go into long-term care, which is the same. However, a lifetime tenancies frequently release more equity than a traditional equity release scheme because what happens is a traditional equity release scheme might only lend you up to 25 or 30% of the value of your property whereas a life tenancy you've sold your own home released 100% of whatever that value was worth mm. and then you've agreed to spend an amount on being like a life tenant so an example could be you sold your house for £450,000 You've gone into the marketplace and become a life tenant and pay say 150,000 for that. You've left yourself now 300,000 pounds cash in the bank. And if you've got no children and you've got no beneficiaries that you're worried about leaving money to, spend the 300,000. Why leave it behind for the state or why leave it behind to, for aunts and uncles who you've probably never met or seen? So, you know, so I think a life tenancy has 
got a lot of benefits, but each has its advantages and disadvantages. It does just depend on your individual circumstances. So your objectives and financial circumstances should always be taken into account, and that's what we do. And there will be occasions where this is not appropriate for people. I mean, people come to us and they're not 60 yet, so they can't do it anyway. Whereas with an equity release, you could do this probably at age 55 and onwards. As an investor then, if they've got cash and they're interested in this this idea, what are the next steps for them? What, what should they do? Well, I think the first thing is they should come onto your website, register or come onto our website, mcbeal.com, fill in a registration form. Um, we'll get in contact with them. We'll present it to them. If it works, we'll then ask them to pay the registration fee, send us the paperwork, and we'll go through the process. But essentially, we've got some videos, we've got some brochures, we've got some magazines, we've got other bits of information that they can they can read read up on as well. So, you know, I think the first thing we've got to do is educate them. If they're interested and, there's, and, and it's for them, then we'll be happy to talk to them. Great. Well, I, I think uh, we'll be adding a link to... Uh to your website yes if uh, there'll be uh, more information available on the armchairtrader.com about the life tenancy market and the opportunity for investors both in the uk and abroad so uh, you can find out more about paul and his business there too that's great paul thank you very much indeed for coming Thanks, on paul. michael stuart it's a pleasure to see you again thank you very much to all your listeners for taking the time to listen to us we are here to help you in any way we can. Again, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Make sure that you subscribe to our channel to get future updates about investments from around the world, including stocks, commodities, real estate, and wackier themes as well. Uh, Also, please do rate us. And uh, if you have any future ideas about what we could talk about, make sure you come to the website and uh, drop us a line there. All our contact details are there. We're always interested to hear from our listeners about future topics and people we should be talking to. So do let us know. Thanks very much.